episode 114, David Jack. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another awesome, exciting episode on Awaken Your Alpha. I really appreciate it. Make sure you keep up to date with everything that's going on. Follow us on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha, Twitter, Awaken Your Alpha, and Instagram at Awaken Your Alpha. Connect with me as well, Adam Lewis Walker on Facebook, personal and public profiles, but I'd love to connect with you and find out more. Those who want to take it up another notch and we can talk about what's going on with you and if I can help you out. So if that interests you, go to Awaken Your Alpha, follow all the links and fill in an application form to get a personal strategy session with me at a time that works for you. I look forward to speaking to those men who want to take it up a notch. I'd also love your feedback. A quick little review on iTunes. Take you no time and I'd really appreciate that. Continue to have a great new year. Enjoy this newest episode. I'll speak to some of you very soon. To go direct to the form so you can book in your personal strategy session with me, get straight to that form and apply. It's tinyurl.com forward slash awaken your outfit. That we can book in the time that works specifically for you. Get to the podcast. Right, guys. Good morning. We have a brilliant one for you. I am so happy about today's episode because I've been after this guy just to catch up with him. He's a good old friend. We have David Jack on the line. He's written for Men's Health. He's heavily involved with them. He's a Reebok ambassador. It's all about health and wellness and activating yourself. Recently, he's been a judge on America's Next Top Trainer with another friend of ours, BJ Gador. Um, he's just inspirational. He's all about discovering, co-creating, and activating. I met him the first time was in Kentucky when he was speaking at the International Youth Conditioning Summit, uh, I think about 2010, 2011, where we shared a burger. Someone who can actually eat more than me, I think. It's quite impressive. But firstly, Dave, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I, I am. I'm not even sure exactly what that means, but I'm ready. Cause, uh, <laughs> are you ready to activate? There we go. Anything that you're doing, man, I'm, I'm on board for. And it is so good to see you again and get to reconnect with you. And I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm ready to rock. Cool. Brilliant. Is there anything you'd like to add to your bio there? Because you do a lot, but like you said, there's always that central theme of discover, co-create and activate. And you bring sort of your brilliant enthusiasm to everything you do. Is there anything you'd like to either sum up or add or subtract? Yeah, no, I think in the end, you know, we, I've been in fitness, you know, almost all my life. Uh, coming straight out of college and you know there came a point in my life where I kind of looked at what we were doing and I realized the power of being a coach I realized the tremendous power of fitness to connect people um, and and to just create tremendous community Mm -hmm. and then I also realized its ability to create relationships uh, and to be of influence to individuals and so it always was a hook for me to be able to have the opportunity to walk with people on on their path in life and though I can't make their choices for them, I certainly could be there with them on that journey, um, create opportunity for them to make other choices, and ultimately help them become who they were created to be, to do what they're called to do, and to be fit for the call to do it. And that's ultimately become everything in my life that I'm passionate about. And I met a partner of mine uh, several years ago named Luke Burgess. We started a brand called Active Prayer, which not, isn't necessarily... Or, you know, a religious or not a religious company, we happen to be people of faith, yeah. uh, but it's really about um, inspired action dedicated to intentions that are greater than yourself. And that really takes awakening inside who you are, what you believe in, what you're passionate about, and then deciding that you are going to act in a way that you're going to honor that. 
And so our tagline, you talked about quotes and taglines and things that we <laughs> alpha like. Alpha quote you know, coming up, definitely. Alpha quote. So our, ours is, and, and you could play it any way you want, ours is eyes up, rise up. And so, you know, we believe that you just, you know, first and foremost for us, get your eyes up. What are you here for? What are you, what are you called to do? What talents have you been given that you need to bring to the world? And, and really every day check in on that. And then you have to make a decision to rise up and to honor that opportunity in yourself and then activate that in others. And, and fitness is such a phenomenal way for us to do that for people. Um, and we've also, you know, we've always believed that fitness is more than the physical. Uh, it's, it's ironic. We believe that the physical is the only sphere of fitness that can actually influence the other three, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, being physically well can actually create change in those pillars. Um, but the greater of the four are the spiritual, the emotional, and the mental. So, you know, we've yeah. said to ourselves, what good is it if you have six pack abs and you can run a four, four, and you can bench 400 pounds. If you're yelling at your girlfriend or your wife, or you're miserable at work, or, you know, you're, you're road raging on people all over the place, or you don't talk to your family anymore. Like the question is, are you fit? And, and I don't have to answer that for myself. Yeah. Um, but that's the question, you know, what is fitness? Like, what is it? You know, is it what's being sold to you? Is it what you think it is? And I think in the past couple of decades, fitness has been relegated to something that it never was designed to be. We talk a lot about on this show about people being authentic and living their true self. I mean, when I think of you, mate, instantly, I've always thought, I've always had that tagline of rise up. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad you come up and you mentioned that because that, that, that's what I always picture you saying that because it's yeah. absolutely quality. And where are you originally from? This is our origin question. How do you get, I mean, you said you've always been into fitness, but where are you originally from? Can you tell us a little bit about the journey, like how you got to, you know, not everyone's a Reebok ambassador, not everyone's with men's health and America's next top trainer. America's quite yeah. big, but to get like one of the three or four judges, that's awesome. How did you get yeah, that? You know, um, the, the long and short story of that is, uh, it, it's really for me personally been a journey of faith um, and, and a lot of divine circumstance and then doing my best in the opportunities that were placed before me, even when I really didn't know why I was, was involved in them or, or why they were placed in front of me. I grew up in Connecticut. Uh, my grandfather believed that uh, as young boys, that um, for all of his grandchildren, it was important for us to learn the quality uh, and, and the character of work in manual mm -hmm. labor. My father was the same way <clears throat> and my family my whole family. So at the age of five, we would start working for my grandfather. He had about four or five acres and you know, always these projects to do and these things in you know, physical labor, manual mm -hmm. labor. And uh, as, as you worked more and you, you got more responsibility, you made a little more money, you managed some of your cousins or your, your siblings. <laughs> and, um, so you know, that, that work ethic, and just doing the best you could with what was in front of you started young for me. Um, thank goodness. And then, you know, I was a big free play kid. I played multiple sports, but, but more than all that, I really loved free play. Um, mm -hmm. I, I was introduced to, to training fitness when I was 10 years old. I fell in love with that. Um, played football in college. Came out of college. Didn't have any idea what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, thought I was going to go into construction because I'd done that all my life with my cousin. But I, uh, I felt called one evening. I was laying in my bed, getting ready to go on a job. I was 23 years old, just out of college. Uh, about an hour from New York City is where we lived in Connecticut. I, I felt like this calling, like tomorrow you need to go to Manhattan. And I remember like, like rolling over in my bed. It was like 10 o'clock at night going, what? What? It didn't make any sense. So third time I rolled over. It came to me. I w it woke me up. I was so alert. I sat up in my bed and I went, oh my gosh, 
I gotta go to New York City tomorrow. What am I, what am I doing? I called my cousin, told him, I man, I can't come to work tomorrow. I, I gotta go to New York City. And he's like, What are you doing? So you gotta go though. If that's what you need to do, you go. I'll take care of the job. And, and if you gotta go, you gotta go. So I get on a random train that morning, Adam. I don't even know where I'm going. On the train, I remember that my my coach in college had introduced me to some guys at the NFL properties. Um, in New York City. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'll just go visit those guys, I guess. So I get to the city. I'm strolling around. I get into the NFL Properties building. I walk on the elevator. This woman comes through the door, dragging bags in a rush, clearly in a rush. I remember just stopping the elevator door, holding the door for her. She gets in. She looks at me. She's like, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. I said, what's, you know, is there anything I can do to help you? She said, well, I'm here for a meeting. Uh, Bob Kraft from the New England Patriots sent me down here. I've started a company in health and nutrition. Uh, would you be interested in talking about a job? And I went, yeah. So I stayed. <laughs> I sat on the lobby floor. I never went to see those guys. To this day, they don't know that. She came out of her meeting. We met. She's a raw startup. And I said, I got to check this out. I drove to Massachusetts the next day. My parents are like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I got to go. So came back home, packed up my Nissan Sentra, put my dad's army cot in the trunk. I went back up to Mass. I lived on an army cot in a barn for six months, and we started a company called Ultimate Energy. And that was how I was called into this industry. I never chose it. And every other story from there, we don't have time for it. Every other story from there is crazier than the next one, how I got into men's health, how I got into Reebok, how I got a men's health next top trainer, Every one of them is just a story where it's like, really? <laughs> and, and I know hearing this story for a lot of guys and a lot of women, a lot of coaches out there are like, well, what do I do with that? You know, what do I do with that? Well, I'll tell you this. I, I'll tell you this. Faith trumps everything. But it doesn't matter to me what your relationship with a God or a higher power or what faith looks like to you. But I'll tell you what, there are times when you know that you're called to go places that you don't understand and you have to trust that that's where you're supposed to go. And thank God for me. That's what I did that time. And that's what I've done every time since then. Now, sometimes they don't work out as I think, um, or maybe as, as I would, uh, as I would have planned, but I am so grateful for, for where I am just for these, these doors that have opened and these opportunities that I'll tell you what, I can't take any credit for it. I just showed up and did my best to rise up. Um, I know that when I'm kind to others and I look to serve others first and put their potential and their passion and their talents and their their lives and what matters to them in front of mine. I'm happy. I'm joyful. I find purpose and peace in my life and, and good things tend to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. You mentioned about sort of surrounding yourself with good people there. This is our Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha along the way? It could be several people. Are there any key figures? Oh my gosh. There are so many there. I mean, there are so many. Um, you know, the first two, when I went to Massachusetts and, and I thought the business was the reason I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, there were two, two older gentlemen. One was a finance, he retired with finance. Uh, and the other one was brilliant with nutritional supplements mm-hmm. and functional foods. And, um, and they would come in and consult with us. And, you know, one day I started to have these questions for me about my faith. And, uh, and as soon as I had those questions, those two men instantly changed to me who they were and they were both deep deep men of faith and still today 180 170 they are still today some of my most trusted most profound mentors at that point in time a friend of mine bj baker uh came into my life at the time he was the head strength coach 
uh, an assistant athletic trainer of the Boston Red Sox, a mentor of mine in training now, uh, again, um, Mike Morris was the head speed coach and the assistant strength coach of the New England Patriots. They really helped me set a tremendous foundation in the industry. And then, I mean, it's just endless. My friend, Brian Grasso, who we both know. Yeah. Um, Dave Gleason. Um, one of my closest brothers, one of my closest brothers. I can't tell you how much that man has helped me in my life. Jeremy Shore, uh, who now is one of the head uh, educators for Dynamax USA. Adam Campbell from Men's Health Magazine uh, has been a tremendous gift in my life. BJ Gador, uh, who I've done plenty of things with, but, but did the Men's Health Top Trainer yeah. with, has also been a tremendous uh, inspiration. My knowledge of America, I definitely know where you're living now is not sort of over in Massachusetts, Massachusetts even. So how did you yeah. end up over the West Coast? I had shared a, an article and a video on menshealth.com about escalating density training. And Charles Staley, uh, is, you know, great uh, coach and writer, um, is, a, is a coach here in the States, and he was out in Phoenix. And just out of courtesy, I had found his stuff years prior, and I thought it was brilliant, just in its design. And I did a couple little things with it for myself and played with it. And so I shot this video for Men's Health, and it went up, and I just wanted as courtesy to reach out to him and say, hey, I did this. I hope you're okay with it. Wanted to make sure that I spoke, you know, properly about it. Uh, and he got back to me, and he said, hey, um, you know, you did a great job. I really appreciate it. I'd love to have you come out here as my guest and just meet with me. So he had this thing called the bed and barbell where he actually had a house that you could come stay in uh, and train and vacation and collaborate. It's awesome. The following year, I get out to Phoenix. His partner, Josh, who I hadn't met in person, picked me up at the airport, drives me to this place, Arizona Grand, which is a resort here in Phoenix. I walk up this sidewalk to the first hole, which is beautiful. Uh, and I stood there and I just kind of paused and I looked out over this golf course and I looked this guy dead in the eye and I said, there's something special about this place. And he looked at me and he kind of smiled. He's like, okay. And I said, no, <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm telling you, there is something special about this place. I don't know what it is, but I can feel it. And I've known enough to know that when that knocking starts, here we go. Yeah. So I go home. I tell my wife, we were, we're from New England, all of our family. I said, um, when I, I think we might be, I think there may, we might be being called the Phoenix, Arizona. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, one thing led to the, to the next. And then sure enough, you know, Adam, fast forward now three and a half years. I live one mile from that resort. I have a partnership with that resort. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I didn't have a job to come out to. I left the job. We left all of our family. We have no yeah. family here. Lime. We literally just felt like that this is for a season in our life. This is where we were called to go. How many have you got in your family now? Is it two? Or how many? There's, 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 so it's, yeah, it's my wife, Wendy, and then I have uh, two daughters. Ava is 10 and Ella is eight and a half. Whoa, man. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, we're going to jump pretty much straight into the alpha round. This will give us any yeah. cool tips and resources. We'd like to start off with a, a book recommendation or two. Yeah. So, you know, for me, there's a couple, I mean, obviously I'm going to, I'm going to talk about things that have, have helped my life. I mean, just as a man of faith for me, like the Bible, my utmost for his highest, those books have been just huge for me. Like, you know, yeah. my utmost for, for his highest is a daily devotional. Um, you know, for people of faith out there of the Christian faith, this book, Jesus calling is incredible. It's incredible, man. It'll just really teach you about, and this is important when you're trying to awake your alpha, whatever, whatever book you're going to read, you got to read books that deal with grace. And you have to read books that deal with not striving all the time. There's a balance between that. 
And it's a hard balance to strike, especially when you're type A, you're wired, you're result driven, and you're a striver. Not that that's bad, but you've got to balance it with surrender and peace and grace and knowing that things are the way that they're supposed to be and just let go. Like don't have to control everything and everyone. You know, Shakespeare once said, man, if all the actors on the stage would just do what I want them to do, this would be a great play. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, and we laugh about that. Yeah. I'll tell you what though, if you're living that life and you believe, man, if all my employees, if all these people, if all my clients, if all my XYZs, if all my family would just do what I wanted them to do, they'd be happy. I'd be happy and everything would be the way it should be. Yeah, you need that's... to pause and you need to take a walk. Yeah, that's, that, that sounds stressful. That, yeah. If you think that joy and purpose comes from having everyone else do what we want them to do and that's when it would be right, woo, mm. man, that's where I really started to realize that I got some work to do. Yeah, and I'm sure, like you say, like at times you can just, it doesn't have to be as extreme as that, but you can feel bits of it just creeping in at times. You need to have. Just like in training, you've got to have a screen. You've got to have a way to, to start to sense. You know, we talked about anger once, and, and you put anger on a scale of like, like um, tornadoes. Tornadoes are F1s, mild. F5, destroy everything in their path. And if you don't have something to understand and start sensing where frustration and impatience and mm, honking the horn and starting to feel and recognize, time out. I'm sensing the F1. What, where's it coming from? Being able to identify, okay, I'm in a place and it's okay. At least I'm aware of it. I just got to redirect because if not, that stuff goes unchecked. And the next thing you know, the F1 that's stuffed down or not be made aware of becomes F2, F3, F4, and then destruction flows through your home, your business. You know, it's, it's always having that, that awareness and that understanding of, of where you're at in different areas of your life that matter to you. And just being able to say, okay, I need to trim tab that. I need to adjust this. I need to shift this. This book, uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck. She basically had, had discovered in doing some, some doctoral work with some doctoral students that there's these fixed mindsets and these growth mindsets. Yeah. And ironically for me, I'm, I've been realizing that a lot of my life in certain things, I've had fixed mindsets. When I'm trying to control everything, when I'm in my fixed mindset, not in my growth mindset, yeah. when I'm not rooted in my, in my faith or the, my priorities, that's when things start to feel off and then yeah. things just don't gel anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I will say this about off being, you said something important early, um, your authentic self. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> have I had a journey on that? Uh, and, and, and I'm wondering if we ever really know who our authentic self is. I, I think we know but we're always evolving. And I'm in a project right now and I've been going through some study and some research and some, you know, just family work and, and even my own work where I'm, I'm literally saying to myself, I don't feel like myself in this project at all. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't me, this is not me. And, and it's not my authentic self. And I'm having, I had real discomfort with it. And I really felt alone. This is a month ago at 42 years old. And I've been through a ton of stuff and had a ton of experience. I can't believe I'm feeling too, like man. brand new. Looking good for oh, 42, man. <laughs> man, I'll tell you, but it was really humbling and really yeah. profound. And what, what, what I've come to realize is we're always evolving. And there's pieces of our personality that are really authentically who we are. But based on certain times in life, certain parts of our personality take over. For me, it's, it's allowing myself the freedom 
And I'm giving myself permission to be like, well, maybe this is bring is awakening that part of who I am that I haven't been in a while or that I'm not comfortable with or that I don't really know. And it is uncomfortable. Yeah. And, I, and I'll give you a real simple example. You're a black belt martial artist and you want to go to the next level and you want to become a second degree black belt or a fourth degree black belt. And you get a new sensei. And this sensei is literally Yoda. You know, they're, they're <laughs> on another level and they get things that you just don't get yet. Yeah. And you're, you're working on some move. And every time you come around with this move, that is your signature move. I mean, it is who you are. Whack. Every time. Whack. Whack. And it's like, it's worked every time. And it's, and he's just sitting there like nothing. And, and it feels so wrong. And he's just waiting and just waiting and just waiting. And it's whack, 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 whack. And then eventually you make something different and you come inside and it gets through and it feels so wrong. It's like, that is so not natural. Yeah. But that's where you need to go to be the next person, to be the next thing, to be the next, to be ready for the next call. You need to grow beyond where you are, not surrendering what you believe in, not surrendering what matters to you, not changing your priorities so that that thing changes your life but evolving in yourself so that you awaken another piece of what's already in you. See, that's, that's the amazing promise. That's the amazing, that's the, if you, if you just take a minute to think about that, mm. it's in you. It's always been in you. It will always be in you. All you need to do is awaken it, is to activate it. And you do that by, helping do the same for others by allowing them and people you trust and people who have competence and people will truly have your back. They're not just going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to tell it to you in a kind, respectful way. And I have, I have a few of those, Dave Gleason, Jeremy Shore. Yeah. And those are two guys right there um, that I can trust that will tune me up and help me walk anywhere in my life. And that's what I'm in right now. I'm in a huge phase of awakening things that feel really uncomfortable um, but I'm just going to let go and surrender, go with the ride and, uh, and learn. Yeah. Well, we, I mentioned just before the interview as well, a lot of times I've been trying to get you recently and you've been over in Los Angeles shooting, rehearsing. Is that to do with America's top trainer? No, this is, a, this is another project. It's with a company that, that hasn't formally been launched yet. Um, but I'll tell you what, there, it is uh, some former executives from a billion dollar fitness and wellness company who have had the opportunity to create a program. I've had the opportunity to, to shoot shows for the project. Now we're working on a, a complete integrated wellness DVD series. It is definitely stretching me and growing me and I'm honored to be a part of it. That is very cool. Very cool. Okay. Do you have any particular res alpha resources that you could maybe recommend to people listening? In? Yeah. You know, Reebok one is a platform that, that Reebok has, has built and their whole vision was, to create a platform where fitness professionals can come together and share best practices, share talents, you know, uh, share content, but also in the process of that, actually be discovered, um, you know, by Reebok uh, and 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 become an ambassador for that brand. So that's one. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, Men's Health. I still love the content that they have. Uh, my, my friend Kevin Curry's doing this thing called Fit Men Cook. It's awesome. You know, <laughs> I've always believed that recipes are really where the genius lives in changing people's nutrition. So if you can upgrade someone's ability to cook and you can get them a new recipe, you've just upgraded your nutrition 
tremendously. Yeah, you um, can use them forever. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I always come back to um, a couple things. Don't forget your favorite music. Don't forget your favorite movie, your favorite quotes. Connect with the people that you love, that inspire you, that every time you talk with them, you feel better when you get off the phone with them or in person with them. Go see them. Don't yeah. just, don't isolate. I was going to say, it's fun to mind when you said about, you know, knowing your favorite movie. A lot of times I do a complete blank around where you have to complete my blanks so we can find out a bit more about you. Let's do it. And one of them, so your best friend would describe you as? Slightly nuts. Uh, I don't know if nuts is the right word. A little crazy, fun, um, caring, uh, encouraging, and um, trustworthy. That's a lot. Okay. And then we, we made hope. You I hope a minute ago. So you, you, you know, Dave Gleason. So as one of yeah. them are BJ, you can ask them and, and, if, and I'll tell you what, if it doesn't stack up, I got work to do. <laughs> Your favorite movie of all time is. Oh gosh. <laughs> you know, I would say, uh, one of them just has to be Braveheart. Uh, cool. uh, and, and you know, freedom. for me, I'm just, I'm, I'm, that's it, man. Freedom for me. That's everything. And, and I think, you know, for allowing, that's what we talked about earlier, you know, if everybody would just do what I asked them to do, well, unfortunately, the greatest gift we were given is freedom and the freedom of choice. And when we try to take that from others or think people should use it the way we think they should use it, then what we start to do is worry about managing their life, which you can't do, instead of really managing the only life you can, which is your own. So freedom is important to me. And I think it just, you know, sums up yeah. the fight for that and being willing to step out for that and for others. And um, we talked about nutrition as well. We've touched on it briefly, but if you had to eat one meal or one thing for the Easy. rest of your life, what would it be? Easy, Easy. Uh, filet mignon and a vanilla, like homemade vanilla ice cream. <laughs> Quality, very nice. And if I was ever to visit Phoenix, Arizona, I should? Yeah. You should come see us at the Active Lab for sure. <laughs> Um, you should probably hike Camelback knowing you, um, you should, uh, soak up the sun and see the desert and the beautiful flowers that grow in the middle of the desert. It's mind blowing hour. Uh, and then I would say that you'd have to sneak up to Sedona, which is two hours North of here. Uh, okay. and it's just a beautiful place. Cool. Brilliant. It would be crazy. I know we're running out of time. It'd be crazy if I didn't mention a judge on America's next top trainer. Yeah. We've got, we've gone into so much depth about other things, but if we can get down to like your top three things then for on the side of. If, some, if a man's looking to up his game when it comes to his, his own personal fitness, so not being a trainer, but his own fitness and some, just some key things when it comes to training and nutrition. Yeah, I would, say, I would say do things that you love to do, first and foremost. You know that's my framework, Adam, and that's mm -hmm. my bedrock. It's play. Yeah. Uh, and when fitness is the outcome, not the goal, you have to do things sometimes that you might not want to do, whether it's tissue work or certain strength exercises that you need to do to keep your body healthy Mm -hmm. to protect you from something that may not be working the right way or, or, or you know, something that could be injured because we need to be resilient and we want to be able to perform. Performance without resiliency is no good. Resiliency necessarily without being able to, to go out and do things, that might not be great either. So I would say just you know, really taking care of your body um, first you know, and, and making sure that it's, it's healthy. That means that your tissue's healthy. That means you have good flexibility at all your joints. I mean, you were designed very specifically with each joint being su supposed to be able to do something very specific. If those key joints, ankles, knees, hips, shoulders, your back, aren't doing what they're supposed to do, we got a problem because mm -hmm. that's what they were created to do natural by design. That's where you got to start. Then I talked about play. 
or what I call therapeutic fitness, mm. I think it's a tremendous oversight. And here's simply what that means. When you're doing something that you enjoy doing, an activity, that when you're immersed in it, the, the constraints of time and space in the world around you literally melt away. Simple example is this. You love to play basketball. 60 minutes go by. You need to leave to go to work. And people are like, yo, Dave, you, you got to go, man. You, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be late. And I'm like, oh, um, I, I got one more minute. I got one more minute. One more minute. It's like, I didn't think about 60 minutes of cardio. I yeah. didn't think about 60 minutes of plyos and rotational stuff. I played. And time I separated from the world around me, that is magical. In oh, a yeah. life when we're inundated with everything, to disconnect from that fitness here, in the heart, in the soul, physically, it is magic. If you don't have that in your consistent activity fitness profile, you are missing something big, in my point. And then I, it, in, in, my, in my point of view, and then I would also say that, you know, try new things, try new things. Not so many new things that you can't get good at something because being able to have progression and learn something and get better at it and have your body adapt to it is important. But learn new things, try new things, you know, discover, co-create and activate, like we said in the beginning, discover new things. Brilliant. And I know this is going to be a, a smaller group. We do have a lot of trainers who listen to this show. So I will just mention as a judge, what are some of the, literally just some of the top three things you're looking for, for America's next top trainer? Oh gosh, that I'll tell you what, if anybody out there is listening to this and you're interested in it, please submit yourself. And because the process alone is going to make you such, it's going to a better human being, but a better coach. It was incredible. We're looking for people who are passionate about what they do, who are purposeful with what they do, who have competence, yeah. you know, that, you know, you, you can't just have a pretty face and, and be good on camera and not really have expertise. Yeah. You really have to have competence and competence. And that's going to, to, that's going to be tested for. So I think those things are really important. Um, I'll tell you what, what these guys went through, Adam, and, and, and what we told them through. <laughs> First year, yes. last year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah I, and I'll tell you what, I had an absolute blast. When I saw the video of you and then VG Gadur popping up on that, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, it was great. We had guest judges come in. Sean T came in. Uh, and, you know, I know people sometimes will look at Sean T and be like, oh, look at this guy. Let me tell you something. That guy is legit. Yeah. And ever since Jump Street and still to this day, his absolute bottom line, what he cares about. And it's funny, Dave Gleason and I talk about this all the time, one by one, one by one, one thought, one word, one life, one session right now. If we give our best one by one, yeah, that's all that matters because the rest will take care of itself. I guess I'll end it with that, Adam. Um, gratitude for me. I actually just had to, to, to take myself through this the other day. Cause I was in a, in a head place, you know, mm -hmm. just, man, I walked home from work and I said, you know what, today's all about gratitude. And because when you have an attitude of gratitude, it's, it's funny how sometimes the things that, that seem so bad or seem to bother you just start to melt away. And, um, you know, I think having an attitude of gratitude will awaken the alpha inside any human being. Cool. Who do you think I should interview next or very soon? Who would you recommend if you've got a couple of recommendations for us? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to limit um, you to like two. <laughs> something. So you've done BJ? No, I haven't yet. And I'm just thinking, blimey, I should get it. Yeah. B B BJ would be a great one. Yeah. Um, my, my friend Jeremy Shore would be a great one. Um, Is there anyone uh, outside of fitness? 
His name is Bart Nolenberger. Uh, and Bart is a, a leadership coach yep. and yep. he has, you know, he's worked with Tony, Ro Anthony Robbins. He's worked with um, John Maxwell, you know, some of the giants of leadership yep. and, and thought here in the United States. He is a personal friend. Um, just a great guy. What would you say is one of your top sort of alpha habits that keep you on the straight and narrow? I know you talked about gratitude there. I think we probably covered a lot of them in the interview, but one of your yep. things you think really essential to your daily sort of routine. Uh, you know, for me, it's what it's, it would be my, when I've got it going right, when I'm doing it the right way, when I'm consistent with it, I, it's my heroic minute. Um, and so this, in, this like an active prayer and activate in, in our business, that's what we call it, the heroic minute. It's when we decide we're going to get up, put a time on it. When that goes off, the first thing I do is I literally slide right out of my bed onto my knees and I take that first minute of my day, my first waking minute. You want to talk about awaking the alpha, mm. the first minute of the day, not the 27th, not the 59th, but the first minute to just be present, to listen, to be thankful, to, for me to turn my life over, to surrender to, to, my, to my father's will and to be able to look deeper, see people as he would want me to see people to listen in my heart for what my switch word or my, what we call an active word of the day might be. Mm -hmm. So that comes to me. Like the other day for me was gratitude. Some days, it, you know, it's look deeper. Some days it's rise up. Some days it's humility. Some days it's patience. And that goes on my band, on my wrist, in my heart for the rest of my day. So I think when I get that first minute set, yeah. whatever that is for you, it really sets the course for the rest of my day. You know, it's like I've set my, my destination. And now it's my job to rise up and, and steer my ship that way. Well, we've absolutely flown through this and uh, <laughs> we're running out of time. But what yeah. is the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more? I don't know the exact. Someone helped me set up. I think it's Coach David Jack. Yeah. Uh, my Facebook page, my Twitter is David Jack and the number one. So it's, it's D-A-V-I-D-J-A-C-K one, the number one. Yeah. And then I have an email that gets to me pretty easily. David at davidjack.tv and i'm looking forward any anybody out there that you know um is interested in in getting activated and activating others and using what they've been given in, in this platform to make a difference in their community to use their strength to serve to eyes up rise up active <laughs> prayer any of that stuff uh it'd be an honor um because we truly believe that together we can do so much more than we can alone um, and that's just been proven to me over the course of my, my career. Nothing has come alone. Um, everything has come together. And uh, I, it'd be an honor to just continue to grow our body and to grow our family and, uh, and, and encourage one another as we go out and do what we're called to do. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, Thank you, Adam. No, it's been far too long. We can't leave it another four or five years to actually speak. Oh my gosh, man. And I'll tell you, I am so grateful for you and for your energy and, and just your passion and just your upbeat nature. And um, uh, I'm, I'm just really grateful to communicate with you again and hope I get to see you across, either way across the pond soon. Definitely. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Thank you so much for tuning in as usual, guys. And uh, in the essence of this episode, I am genuinely very grateful for you guys taking the time out of your day to listen in. I really appreciate it. I'm hoping you get just one thing, if not out of this episode, out of some of the previous 100 plus episodes. Go to iTunes. If you don't have an iTunes account, go through Stitcher, the link there on the Awakening Your Alpha Facebook page or adamlewiswalker.com. 
and if you go through there click view in iTunes click subscribe click ratings and reviews and then you will find just over 40 plus reviews so again I would appreciate it so much because it's not like I won't notice I will know exactly who you are and I really appreciate it but have an awesome continued start to 2015 and I'll speak to you very soon the awaken your alpha podcast live limitless